Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, where we explore the backstory to some of the best restaurants and chefs in South Texas. And now, here's your hosts from San Antonio Restaurants, Alan Williams and Susie Lafredo. Hey guys, this is Susie with San Antonio Restaurants. We are here today with our amazing podcast, The More You Know, The Better It Tastes, um, with Alan Williams. And we have an amazing guest today. We're so, so, so excited about it. Um, Drew Glick with Max and Louise is here today, and we are going to get all of the scoop and exciting inside stories and all of the fun stuff. So the amazing Drew Glick is yes. here. That's what my wife calls me. <laughs> you make her say that, don't you? <laughs> That's so cool. Cue cards. <laughs> so we've told this story before, but uh, for those that, that hadn't heard it, you know, Beverly and I uh, teamed up with Susie and her husband, Jim, to create our business. And we met each other while having breakfast at Max and Louis one day. Yeah. So Max and Louis is, is part of our history. It's part of our history. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they came back. And we kept coming back over and over again. Over and over again. <laughs> and yes. we continue. Yeah. Drew, welcome. Hey, thanks very much. I'm happy to be here. This is exciting. Oh, yeah, we're, we're excited to have you here. So Max and Louis New York Diner, if you don't know, ha- is at 226 West Bitters. That's right off of West Avenue. I'm sorry, right off of Bitters and yeah, West Avenue kind of back in that Embassy Oaks area, right? Yeah, it's in the parking lot of the Embassy Movie Theater. There you go. Yeah. Well, Drew, I know a little bit about you, but can't wait today to find out more and and learn even more about you. So uh, appreciate you being here today. Uh, You're a New York guy. 46 years in New York, 11 years in Texas. Uh 46. Wow. Which means okay. I'm 57 and old. <laughs> as long as I'm around, you're younger than me. You, mm-hmm. you have somebody younger, older than you. Yeah. And I, and I know the story that, uh, so your uncle is the one who brought you here, Dr. Braverman, right? Yep. So my wife used to go to Dr. Uh, Sheldon Braverman. He is an eye doctor, had a business. Uh, is he passed away or is yes, he still he around? He did. Yeah. But About I remember years ago. My, my wife went to one of the doctors at his practice and the thing I remember about his office over off of McCullough, right? Mm-hmm. He had hundreds, if not thousands, of little statues of doctors. That's a very cool story, actually. The, the, his doll collection, we call it. Yeah. And uh, it was featured. They did a Discovery Discovery Channel wow. did a whole, no uh, documentary on them. He had thousands. Whatever you saw there, there were hundreds and hundreds in boxes that never mm, made wow. it on the shelves. No kidding. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. See, I, I remember that. that it stuck it was, with you because you see them everywhere when you go into that office. Was, yeah. Uh, so what yeah. happened to them? They're still there. Oh. I mean, I think the family is figuring out um, where to, what to do with them next. You know, the office is still operating. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they had talked about donating them to the medical school, to the uh, to the ophthalmology department of mm-hmm. a medical school or something or a children's school or, you know, the uh, children's hospital. I, but I don't know. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's incredible. They started off in the early 60s. Wow. Uh, a, a, one of their patients, one of his patients brought him one. Uh-huh. And then whenever they traveled, they would buy things. They were all, do- they were all doctors of some, I mean, from Disney to, I mean, it was wow, uh, to voodoo. I mean, all these crazy, yeah. you know, different things. And then it just grew and grew and grew and patients would keep bringing them and bringing them. And next thing you know, it's thousands of them. Well, that's cool. I had no idea about yeah. the, uh, the, 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 uh, and they were amazing. Discovery. People, yeah. 
Yeah, that's really cool. So you must have been close with him if uh, he, he brought you to San Antonio. Yeah, we were just talking one day and well, I actually had pitched him an idea and I was in the insurance investment business for 17 years. Wait, wait, wait. So you weren't even into restaurants at that point? No, I was, uh, my family, my father was a caterer my whole life. Mm -hmm. So I grew up in the food business uh, forever. You know, if I wanted to see my father, I had to, had to work. Right. Because he was always working. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then for some reason I was, I was pretty close with my, uh, with my uncle and my aunt and um, they, uh, I, I was here doing, uh, seeing clients from my other business, from my previous life. And, uh, I pitched him and I, I, you know, an idea sort of a restaurant was, um, more in the wine, you know, world. And, uh, he always had to think, you know, he would, he would use big mm-hmm. words that I had to look up. He would say, I, I have to cogitate over that. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that means, but I'll, but I guess it means thinking. So, uh, yeah. So, um, I went back home to New York and he called me like two days later. He says, you know, that idea that you pitched me, I don't like it, but why don't you move here and we'll open up, um, that deli that you always talked about. Oh, wow. And, um, so we talked and I said, why would you want to do that? He says, Oh, we'll have fun. And you'll, um, we'll, you know, kind of realize a dream you've always, you know, talked about and, um, we'll take a year and we'll, you know, figure it out and we'll find the perfect location. Well, he called me literally like two weeks later Wow. and, um, said, I found the perfect location. You have to come here tomorrow and tomorrow, tomorrow, <laughs> okay. tomorrow. And I was on, I, I, that was on a Monday. He wanted me to come on Tuesday and on Thursday I was going on, um, uh, like an, a, an event for like 10 days mm. that I had to pack and, and be, you know, and I'm like, I'm going Thursday. He says, okay, just go from here. And then you'll go on your trip from, uh, from San Antonio. <laughs> So and you can't say no. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah. he's, he sounds he, like he's he was the one you can't sell. You can't say no to. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I did it, and then uh, I literally moved to San Antonio six weeks later. Wow. And this is my kids were going into their senior year of high school, and uh, it was a very, very uh, tough year family-wise because we're very, very close. Sure. And we uh, so I, I was here for almost a year before with your you family know, still in New York and with my family still in New York in our house and the mm-hmm. whole thing. And I would, while we were getting the restaurant ready, it took about five months. No, this is Drew's Americana. That, that this was just, Drew's American grill. Yeah. Which that, was, which was at uh stone Oak and 1604. Yeah. Yeah. The old Reggiano's mm-hmm. uh, building, which had been three things before me and has been three or four things after me. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Um, it's kind of a cursed it's place. It's kind of a, not a, <laughs> It's a good restaurant, not in a not a great location, I I think. Mm-hmm. Evidently. You know about the delicious seafood at Smash and Crab, but did you know they have a huge commissary conveniently located off Dezavala and IH10? Attention, small restaurant owners, food truck operators, and catering companies. The Smash and Crab Commissary is a superb alternative to purchase your groceries and paper goods for less. Plus, in their huge 3,500-square-foot commercial kitchen, they provide food prep assistance, mass production of your recipes, or you can do it yourself and rent kitchen space at an hourly rate. The Smash and Crab Commissary is here to help your food business succeed. Smash and Crab, they ain't forking around. Call 210-800-8499. That's 210-800-8499. So was it hard for you? I mean, did you 
Did you have any any fear of moving to Texas? I mean, you've been in, in New York your whole life. All of a sudden, that's a long way from home and a different culture. Yeah, well, I've been coming here over the years, and um, and you know, New York's not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. Yeah. I mean, we love going there. We go two, three times a year. Our daughter lives mm-hmm. lives in Manhattan, and we love visiting. But uh, and my my wife has family. My, I have a sister, you know, in New York, so it's. It's great to visit at this point for us, but uh, we have no real. So, what part of New York were you? you so, I was have? born in Brooklyn. <clears throat> okay. You know, when I mm-hmm. but when I was four, in 1969, um, we moved to Long Island. Okay. And that's okay. where my father's business was, and yeah. that's where um, you know I was raised, sure. and my then that's where we raised our kids. Yeah. We have family so, in Long Island, yeah. so it's different. <clears throat> it's interesting. I'm sure the different um, types of cuisines or food or or you know from Brooklyn to Manhattan to Long Island and, you know, the, the types of dishes that you grew up with. It's okay. The types of dishes that you grew up with, um, you know, the, the, I, I guess the tastes and the flavors are, are, are very different, right? From, um, depending on which verb you're in. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously, you know, New York is, there's 20 million people and, and it's very vast, you know, when people talk about New York, they think of who haven't really been there, they think, you say New York, they think Times Square. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, we lived on Long Island, behind us were apple orchards. If we, we drove 30 minutes, you know, onto yeah. the North Fork of Long Island, there were 60 vineyards, sure. uh, wine vineyards, and then to the, the right was uh, another fork, you know, the South Fork, they called it, or with the Hamptons and the Montauk mm-hmm. Point, you know, all these different things. And then, you know, it was, there's incredible seafood. And, right. and then we just have this melting pot of everybody from the, around the world. So, I mean, sure. we had great Asian and great Italian, <clears throat> excuse me. So, I mean, it, there is just uh, so you can go to a part of Queens and it's all one type of food and right. then you can go to another part. I mean, so it was very interesting yeah. and, and, very cool. and delicious. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I think San Antonio is getting there where we have a, a mixture of types of foods here, mm-hmm. but we weren't for a long time. Yeah. And and uh, even something like a New York diner, we just didn't have that here, which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, I so I came here to do this and then we ended up doing the, the Drew's thing because the building was just so different, you know, from what I planned on for. Mm-hmm. The original. So was, Max and Louis was actually the name of our, our corporate name, but it ended up becoming Drew's becoming. American Grill and, yeah. you know, Allen Brothers, you know, Prime Steaks and all this stuff. And it was just yeah. a, um, so, but the diner, it, again, it was originally going to be a deli. And uh, I specifically called it diner because it was so broad. I didn't want to be kind of pigeonholed into being just the, kind of Jewish New York style deli that sure. just mm-hmm. makes, you know, just serves corned beef and pastrami right, and, right, right. and those types of things. So it's, it's only eight pages of items. <laughs> <laughs> really yummy items. Yeah. 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 And I want to get in that in a little bit about this. such, such a wide variety of, of things. But, uh, so Drew's American grill, you had it for three years, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just never, I mean, I know it was popular, but, I, I guess uh, it just it wasn't was the just, place for you. It was just the building was the, the location was tough. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that it was buried behind you know a Broadway bank and trees, so unless you knew where you, you couldn't see it from the road. I mean, it was a big building, but you couldn't see it from the road. You know, you have Cornerstone Church across the street, who I became very sure. friendly with them, and they were good. You know, very supportive of of 
Drews, mm-hmm. and they're very supportive of Max and Louis now. But that Stone Oak Parkway, people didn't want to go on that street. It was so trafficy. Yeah. So people who live in Stone Oak would take other routes. So it was just a very difficult. And then you know the. And I guess if you're coming south on Stone Oak, you can't cut across too easily. It was, to yeah, get it was there. just it was just a difficult you know yeah. shopping center to get into. Um, you know, want to get into too much about the landlord, but he's not yeah. the most. Um, yeah incredible guy in the city um okay. so anytime we had an issue all i did was get an email with a picture of the yeah, page, you fix it the, the, the page in the lease telling me you're, you're out of it's luck you're, you're, yeah. you're on your own and it was there, and there was a lot of that that went on yeah. Yeah. as nice as the building was it was it was it was beat up and and not built great yeah. so whatever let's I yeah. think we should move on. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so, but I built so a, but I built a reputation. Sure, I think. Sure. You know, people. A lot of Drew's customers come to Max and Louis, mm-hmm. and uh, so. So it was We didn't do a bad. There. We didn't yeah. do a bad job. It just was so difficult. And I and honestly, I'd never been in the restaurant business before, and I took over this ten thousand square foot giant <laughs> place with a bakery and. Right. And it was right. just too difficult to, um, to build so we um yeah so we yeah worked out our lease we yeah so you closed of, up not, yeah closed up yeah. we we didn't know one penny when we closed up we you know so we were very you know so our vendors were excited when we were coming back sure. and um this and even some i even have staff that came to the to to uh, and this and there was a a couple of year gap yeah it was two in, years in, i think two year it? gap so but i had i had employees that came back i mean That's when awesome. we were closing I offered every employee a bonus to stay until the last day. Oh, that's smart. Um, yeah. And most of them did because they were all sad. It was it was a mm-hmm. it was a great place that we just couldn't make a, enough of a living, and um, so we just decided it was better sure. to, uh, you know, yeah. move on. Well, so so what'd you do during that two years? That's that's a that's a long time. So during while well, I had the uh, Druze. I started doing catering for some oil companies, oil you know field companies in San Antonio that were yeah, in their offices that were oh, okay. that were nearby. So I'd cater lunches and and all that, and that's mm-hmm. my background is catering. Sure, so we did sure. a lot of catering there. And then one day, one of them said, "Hey, do you have, uh, can you cater on one of our fracking sites down in Carrizo Springs?" And I'm like, "Oh, that sounds <laughs> great. Where's that? that sounds you know? far." And, um, <laughs> I didn't even know. So it ended up, you know, two and a half hours later, we're in Carrizo Springs on some 100,000 acre ranch with tarantulas and javelinas. And, uh, and here's you this know, New and, York uh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm literally doing it out of the you know back of my SUV and wow. feeding 100 wow. people and, you know, figuring it out. And then I ended mm-hmm. up buying a, uh, a mobile kitchen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so for almost close to two years, a little shy of that. Mm-hmm. We were there seven days a week, uh, and I would park the trailer on a on a site. They would frack four or five wells. They hooked it up to a generator, and then we would kind of milk truck back and forth the staff and the food, right. and we would feed 100 guys for lunch wow. and 100 people for dinner, and this went on for wow. seven days a week for wow. and my wife and I. you know, So I had like three employees. I went from a million to, to three, right. which sure. was interesting, and then my – so. They would go, and then Wendy and I would go um, usually two days, at least two days out of the week, and uh, stay over at some overpriced Hampton Inn in the middle of nowhere, and um, and it was actually fun. Yeah. I mean, it was very, very profitable, and sure. probably uh, very educational. I'm sure you learned a lot. Unbelievably educational, and uh, but 
when oil, you know, when we started, oil was at a hundred dollars, and then it, you know, it was it was started mm-hmm. coming down, and it ended up at fifty dollars. Literally on a Sunday, we're catering, and then they called the next day and said we're not catering anymore. And wow! Shut the whole thing got shut down. Wow! Like I, mean, I had another guy I was friends with. He was he had fifteen trucks. He was going doing fifteen sites a day with sixty employees, and um, and that was. Um, that hurt. So that's that's a that was a big hurt. Yeah. Sure. So now so now with the Kate, no, that's that's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I got to figure it out again. Right. Uh, so I, I love I love low the low price of oil. I like that, but I'm glad it happened because now right. we got uh, Max and exactly. Louis out of it. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah. So it took about a um, a year or so, and mm-hmm. you know we started looking. It, it's a lot of people don't know this, and I you know I'm still very good friends. We're not partners. We were partners for a very short time. But actually, um, Ron Acosta, um, who the founder of Las Palapas, uh, Las Palapas yeah. he's the one that I opened Max and Louis with. Wow. Oh, not my uncle initially. I didn't know um, that. But our, you know, we opened it and, you know, built it. Mm-hmm. And um, our vision of how it should run and, and staffed and all that stuff were just different. Sure. Um, it's a diff, you know, Las Palapas and Max and Louis right. very, very yeah. different. Very different. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so actually, we um, we bought him out very early on in the first month or so of the of the restaurant being open. Um, uh, my uncle and I, mm-hmm. and um, and then the rest is uh, history. Pretty much a history, ongoing wow. history. Yeah. So I, I remember driving around one day. San Antonio restaurants was a pretty new. Uh, group on Facebook. I had just started it uh, maybe a year before or something like that. I remember driving around and seeing the sign in the window coming soon, Max and Louise. I said, this this is what we need. We need a diner. And I went back and I wrote something about we need this diner. And sure enough, I mean, you know, uh, it, it's all my it's, it's because of me that you're successful today. <laughs> because, yeah, it wouldn't have. Yeah. My wife and I talk about that all the time. <laughs> There, there, no. is a, there is a lot of truth to that. No, there is no have, truth. You guys but, have been very, very supportive well, and, thank and you. amazing. So we really do appreciate but, it. Thank you. More than no, you. More than a, you know. <laughs> appreciate that. But no, I, I did recognize right away that it was going to be successful because we need it. And uh, it, it blows me away how big it is and how, how just, you know, you're always busy. And then it was already big and you already had a big menu. And you doubled the size of it and doubled the size of your menu too, didn't you? No, 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 no. The menu was pretty much the same. Okay. I mean, I've definitely, it's always evolving, but the, uh, so yeah, so when we opened the restaurant, so this was a, it was a Mexican restaurant called Los Cucos before that had been closed for a couple of years. Oh, wow. I didn't know that uh, was that there. That building. That's what that, so that's what that building was. And it was it was it was horrific when we went in there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was really bad. The building been sitting for a long time, um, yeah, sitting a long time, and it really was. There was not not one thing that was in the that was meant for us to take it over. You know, be in there. So um, we literally gutted, <laughs> gutted it, it down to the cement and the and the beyond the studs. Uh, the only thing that's left there was the quarry tile floor in the kitchen that's the only that's literally the only thing that we were able to you know salvage mm-hmm. and there was no equipment there wasn't nothing so um it took about six months i guess to build um but it was it was a giant restaurant which it is now yeah um, I've been so, to we took, so we only took so we only took we only took half 
So when you walk in the front door and you go to the left, that was the that whole was restaurant. Oh, yeah. To the right was the dining room for Los Cucos. Mm -hmm. To the left was the bar. And we told the landlord, we only want this section. And then we put up a wall um, and got rid of the, and only paid for, you know, rent on, on that. It was about, um, about 4,000 feet, mm -hmm. the whole wow. thing, about 120 seats plus the patio, which was also all broken and no, no covering. And um, yeah, so uh, but we opened up literally like the day we opened. Wow. We, were, we were we had long waits and, that is, um, that and is busy. Nuts. It's it's so nuts because now, of course, you're <clears throat> the entire restaurant, of course, is Max and Louise, including the patio and, everything, and you still have lines out the door. <laughs> I know. So. So, yeah. So we so we decided so it was so busy. So my uncle said I said to my uncle, I said, let's open up one on the other side of town. And he said and just because it's a fat, whatever it is. He says, well, there's only one of you. And then we'll need another 50 or 60 employees. Let's just take over the space next door. And, you know, the rent is, you know, we, I'd rather, you know, we can risk the rent and the building of that a lot more than going across town and building a whole another place from mm -hmm. scratch. Sure. Because we, we're only in business for two years mm -hmm. at that point. And uh, so we... The wall was already up, so nobody knew what was on. You know that it was this empty space. We put paper on the windows in the front, and for five months we built that space wow. with nobody knowing that this was going on. Literally, my, we kept it really wow. quiet, just because yeah. it was kind of fun to do. And mm -hmm. and I told the, the contractor, I, his directive was that the when we take down that wall, the new part can't look can't look like the new place and the old one looking different. They have to. They have to meld together. And sure. he did an amazing job. He literally in the middle of the night knocked down the wow. wall and people walked in and were like, what the heck happened like, what here? Happened? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And then we put in this big giant, you know, our big yeah. giant, we call it the bagel oven, but we do our pizzas in there now yeah. and yeah. Uh, so you know, just so changed. So now we're 200 and something seats. And then we just redid the whole patio with coverings. You could land a helicopter on that structure. Yeah, it's so much fun walking in too, because I remember the first time I went and we had been spending quite a bit of time in New York at that time. And I remember walking in and it was so much fun, you know, seeing, you know, the subway signs and just all of that kind of thing. And it was just a really cool atmosphere to be in. And you really feel like you're in a New York diner. So, <laughs> so we literally went from 4,000 to 8,000 feet, like um, in one knocking down of a wall. Wow. Yeah. And then we went from hour and a half wait to, you know, with, with the small to hour and a half waits, <laughs> which big. is, which is, you know, it's, it's unbelievable that people um, like it that much and that we have created those waits. I mean, we serve 6,000 people a week. I mean, some so crazy when you, numbers. when you increase the dining room, did you increase the kitchen also? <laughs> the answer is no. And that's a problem. And that's what I'm, I'm working on a little project now that I'm deciding if I'm going to do it, but um, the, we just have staff there. I mean, there's like three hours, maybe three or four hours out of the 24 hours that the building is quiet. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, sure. We yeah. have we have a cleaning crew that come in at four o'clock in the morning, seven days a week. Um, the and then we have prep people there that start at five in the morning, and literally we that we have prep we have somebody doing some sort of prep every sure. every hour that the building is operating. Sure. Yeah. So, so it's just it's so yeah, but but it's but it's a problem because you know I I just actually am we're installing this week of some more ovens in the back and I'm just trying to rearrange things a little bit, but I may take over some space. Um, yeah. And well, and it, it's so cool too, because I mean, you, um, I mean, there's so many of your items that are scratch made. I mean, that are made in house, which is. Yeah. It wasn't intentional. 
to be, and I don't, I don't promote, I'm not, you know, scratch kitchen and blah, blah, you know, all that stuff people put on their marquees and things, but we're about 98% as you know, there's a couple of things like I don't make my dressings. I mean, the Ken, Ken, Ken and Marie can make, um, (laughs) you know, can make our dressings (laughs) more consistently. You know, I mean, there's, there's a restaurant that we love in town that we go to on a, not going to mention any names, but we go to, you know, a good amount. But every single time I go, the dressing tastes different. Different, mm. you know, and and you know, so in the, it's a very hard business. It's an incredibly hard business. Sure. So, um, you know, so we pick, you know, a lot of the scratch, you know, some things you just have to make. But sure. but, but a lot of the things we ending up making, um, and it's gotten really more. I was going to say worse, but just more after COVID, because you know, there's one item that we I bought that was great, and then during COVID. Mm. Tyson Foods bought it sure. and then shut the whole thing down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I just had to make that product. So, right. I mean, and there's a lot of story. There's a lot of stories like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's kind of, it's cool too, because, um, your childhood, uh, you, there's a lot of dishes that are from your childhood. I remember, um, one morning we were there and chatting and, and you said, get the disco, um, fries and telling me that, you know, that was, a, that was one of your childhood um, dishes that, you know, you'd go into, you know, a, a, one of the diners, one of the diners. And, yeah, and order that. And anyways, I, it telling that story, I, I was like, Ooh, I have to, I had to get them. I had to and, get disco fries. Yeah. And now I've gotten them every time I've gone. Uh, it's it just interesting because it changes the whole, I don't know. It just I don't even know why they're called that, but it's just a, oh. it's diners and, and delis so all yummy. over New York. That's what yeah. they call them. So I, that's what I call them. You've got to come up with a good story. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just really cool. It's really cool to know that, you know, your, you know, your footprint and your childhood and your, these dishes that you grew up with are on this menu. And it's, well, I mean, every Sunday and Monday we do split pea soup. That is my grandmother's, like we call her, called her Bubby. Mm-hmm. My grandmother's split pea soup. I think that was the first thing I ate wow. ever. When, you know, when I was, when I was a child, it was just, and it's vegetarian. Um, it's just this, it's really more of a vegetable soup with split peas. Sure. Sure. Um, but, and I can taste it. I'm going to have to go try it. And I taste it right before they serve it every, you know, every week I, you know, I, you know, I try and, you know, taste it. Mm -hmm. The second it goes in my mouth, it's like, oh, it it needs, it's either perfect or it needs something. Cause I literally the memory of eating that my entire life. And our stuffed cabbage. You know, there's a new cookbook out. I mean, uh, yes, the yes, yeah. yes, yes. San Antonio, yes. um, yeah, with Julia, Julia you know, yep. Rosenfeld. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing a uh, book signing, Julia and I, at Max and Louie's oh, on the 16th. That's very cool. nice. On the 16th. But in there is is the split pea recipe that, you know, I did. Wow. And my other grandmother on my mother's side, mm-hmm. her stuffed cabbage yeah. roll recipe, you know, which, Yeah. And yeah. for our really listeners, good. for our listeners, we don't know when this will be broadcast or when you'll be listening to this. So you're talking about November 16th of November 2022. Of okay. 2022. Right. Don't want yeah. people to yes. show up on the 16th of December and looking for your... Uh, we'll have the cookbooks and I'll, I'll be there to sign okay. it if well, they there show you go. up on December 16th. But, <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. but yes, November 16th yeah. in the evening and we have like a little special package where, you know, it's a book and mm-hmm. other things. Very be, cool. And, and those recipes all you know for them to I love eat it. that's great I love it, that's yeah. great so you we, you mentioned earlier eight pages of menu items what is on your menu that people don't order that you think this they should be ordering this this is really good people aren't getting it what is it well it's funny i keep re- trying to redo or update the menu and then i go okay i'm going to take things off it's just so big mm-hmm. and whatever it is and then i go i'm like ah, you know this I, I look at a you know we look at a 
we call it our P mix, our product mix. So I look at the, the previous month's mix. French toast is always the first oh, item on the list. French you toast. Know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot how we sold, you know, 3,000 orders of French toast last month. Yeah. And that's wow. just regular. That's a, you know, it's, it's a lot. You know, we bake a thousand loaves of challah <clears throat> bread a week. A thousand loaves a week. <laughs> a week. Of just, yeah, of just the challah bread. We wow. bake We bake all our bread in the in-house except for our wheat and white bread that mm -hmm. we use for, you know, certain things. But is that on the, is that, is recipe for that in your cookbook? The, the challah bread? Yeah. No. Because oh. it's not my cookbook. I right. just... Well, I just, know. I'm one of 42 I restaurants know. and right. chefs that were <laughs> participated. So, but if you, for you, Alan, I'll, I'll, I'll make an awesome. exception and I'll give you the recipe. Awesome. So, yeah. So, so there's not any particular item that you think people should be ordering this. It's just, well, you know, the, one of the items, this item I was talking about that, um, that we started having to make because they stopped that they shut down the company oh, yeah. are our cheese blintzes. <laughs> it's sort of a crepe, yes. you know, so, um, and they're, I, one of my favorite things sure. on the menu. Sure. So it's a it's a homemade crepe, mm -hmm. and we fill it with this cheese. It has a little bit of sweetness to it. Yeah. It's farmer cheese and cottage cheese. I mean, I had a special, you know, Benny Keith had to bring in farmer cheese specifically for me because most people don't even know what it yeah. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like dry <laughs> cottage cheese. It's um, but my and my grandmother always had it in her fridge, always. Wow. That's so. Cool. so um, yeah, and it's, it's spectacular, and we make a homemade blueberry sauce, and we serve it with you know sour cream, and it's just historically unbelievable to me. Yeah, well, and it's starting to catch on. And it's one of it's one of those things that it's so cool to see on your menu. Um, I, th those kinds of things, I look through your menu, and I'm like, oh, what cheese yeah. blintzes? Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh, yeah, because yeah, you just don't see that. Yeah. Okay. So there's some things that I that I could mm -hmm. potentially take off that don't sell as well as others, but then they have some historic. Mm -hmm flavor to me yes. that I just couldn't that make it more you know give it the deli sort of the, again the New York Jewish yes. deli flavor mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. no matter how much I sell of it we just make a smaller amount of it but I just can't Got get it. myself okay. to take yes. it off. Yes. Now okay. I think now I got to go get the blitz. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I can't believe how fast this has gone this morning. We're going to have to have you back again because we didn't get it's to like cover get hardly anything. anything that we wanted it's to cover. One more thing we can cover. Yeah. Well, you know what we can cover? You are one of Max and Louis at 226 West Bitters Road is open seven days a week. And from what I understand, you only close Thanksgiving and Christmas Day? Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day. There's only two days and of the year And we've been contemplating every year, I say I'm gonna open up for a short, for like a short, a short period, period of time, time during Christmas Day. Right. Nah, but give your employees off, that's Yeah, good. well, it was all volunteer. Yeah. But, but we're not doing it this <laughs> yeah. year. I okay. said I was gonna do it this year, I have volunteers, but then my grand, my grandson's coming like a week or so before. Oh, so I'm right. like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We nixed yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Max and Louise is one of our gold approved restaurants, right, Susie? Yeah, so happy. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. And uh, they have several gold perks. Now, one one of the perks that, uh, and this is if you are a gold member, if you're part of our gold club, which is $8.88 per month. And if you look on the, on the San Antonio restaurant page, you'll see how to join this group. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be in the app store so you can get that. That'll be fantastic. But when you have this app, you can get some of these perks at Max and Louis. They have, this is really exciting, right? What is it? You tell me. So... I have to say this, this is now I have to say Drew came up with this idea, yep. which was brilliant. It was we were brilliant. sitting there at this table. He, and, and yeah, he, he, I, it was brilliant. So anyway, he came up with the speed pass because you know that at Max and Louis, you know, 
chances when you go, there's going to be a line out the door. Now, it doesn't get you seated immediately, but it does move you up on the wait list, just like if you were at Disney World or whatever. So I don't want to scare people away, though, guys. I mean, we, we have... We have, it used to be called No Wait, then Yelp bought it. So sure. we have our Yelp No yeah, Wait, No, no yes, Wait app. Yes, yes. It is amazing. Yes. So you don't have, we don't have a lot of people waiting at the restaurant. Yes. You go on Yelp, you put in Max Absolutely. and Louise, and you get on the wait list, and we text you when to come. Exactly. But so, it's still so much fun. Yeah. I, we, we've had some members um, post on the group that, um, oh my gosh, went to Max and Louis. You know, I'm a, it just, you know, makes you feel so special. You know, I'm a Gold Club member. I was able to show that I'm a Gold Club member. And they're like, oh, and, you know, use, use this particular perk. And anyway, they were just so excited and said, you know, really the, every one of your perks that we've had people um, comment about and say things about and said, you know, the, the perks that Max and Louis have are um, reason enough to get this Gold Club, even though we have amazing restaurants we have 50 some odd amazing restaurants but we've had people tell us that so yeah really cool. yeah people like it and yeah you know it's sort of <laughs> it's like so Dis fun. it's like getting on the front of the line at disneyland yeah, you know? yeah, yeah exactly. the speed pass is really a great idea you can use it one time once you have the the app so you might have to buy two apps so you can use it twice but it also <laughs> there's three of the wheels now if you have if you're a gold member on your app there's several restaurants that have a, a wheel where you get to play a game either spin the wheel to see what you're going to win or scratch off in your case you have them broken down by the type of thing so you have a dessert wheel and if you spin that you either get a free cookie when you buy a, a sandwich or you get a free slice of cheesecake uh, so you could win that through the dessert wheel with a cocktail wheel and it's amazing max and louise has a full bar a lot of people don't realize we that. We have eight beer taps. We have four wine taps. We have a, a, a very legit full bar. Mm -hmm. Wow. See, they had to do that in order to get Drew to show up every day, right? <laughs> yeah, where else am I going to get my beer? <laughs> <laughs> so they have a cocktail wheel. You spin it, you might get a $5 uh, of the, the tap wine. Or you might, if you buy an entree, you might get a $5 sangria if you buy an entree. And you might get a $5 mimosa if you buy the breakfast entree so those are great mm -hmm. and then also you have the appetizer wheel which has different appetizers you spin the wheel you win one of those yeah so those are really terrific yeah and and one one other thing really quickly before you know before we head off is is your milkshakes um, oh yeah I, I, I don't know why they came into my head but everybody talks about your milkshakes and i'm just curious you have this particular dish where it's the milkshake and it's the burger on top with the, I think it's fries as well, right? Yeah, so it's called the, it's top. called the BFS, which is burger, fries, and shake. So it's basically it's it's about a eighteen inches tall. So you have a big giant glass stein, like a big mug, filled with your milkshake, and then a cone of fries, and then your burger with yeah. a pickle on it is is stuck on top, and uh, it's become a very very uh, popular popular yeah. item. Yep, and so, it's 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 very Instagrammable too. It's a beautiful yeah. thing to see. Oh, oh, and, <laughs> and we use great ice cream. I mean, we use, um, and the very few restaurants have, we use, it's 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 one of the few non-New York-y kind of things, but we use Tillamook ice cream, oh, which yeah. if, never, if you've ever been there, you know, you should, mm -hmm. if you go to Oregon, you got to go to uh, yeah. Tillamook. I mean, it's fantastic, but their ice cream is just hmm. delicious. Actually, I didn't, I said, oh yeah, like I knew. I didn't know that I've seen Tillamook yeah, cheese. Yeah, cheese, but I've never yeah, seen that. Yeah, I didn't know they had before. ice cream. Yeah, That's so great. It's, I mean, they're famous for it, but they just started distributing it. I don't even know any other restaurants in Texas or uh -huh. certainly wow. San Antonio that use it. And and also, you have a challenge. Um, you have a a... Yeah, the, we call it the Robert Stack okay. challenge, and it's um, there's a reason. It's uh, the Robert Stack was an actor, you know, a ca character actor in the '60s and '70s. But the guy that I invented it for is a 
great loyal customer become a good friend and his name is Robert mm -hmm. and it's just you know kind of evolved into this thing and then there's this guy from uh, that showed up out of the blue from the UK from uh, London uh, a couple of months ago and did the chat he's a challenge eater and he came right. to the states for mm -hmm. like six weeks and went to New York and all these different places and somehow or other he knew about this we were his last stop before he headed home wow well it's he did the challenge. You get 25 minutes. He did it in 12. Plus he oh ate a gosh. plus he ate a piece of ding dong cake. Oh, gosh. and still and still had two minutes left. Wow. And um, it was uh, it was amazing. It's yeah. gotten 1.7 million views on YouTube. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, what do you so, get if you finish it? <clears throat> you get it for free. Okay. And a t-shirt. If if and you don't finish it, what does it cost? It's forty dollars, and you have to finish it within a certain amount of time. Twenty-five. You have twenty-five minutes. We got little timers that we put on the on the table, and um, and it's so funny because these big guys come in yeah, and yeah, they yeah. flex their muscles, and I'm gonna you know right, beat right, this right. thing up, sure. and and then they're like they get to the pancakes, and they're like they, they tap out. Okay, guys, and this, this guy, is your challenge. This, this challenge guy was like this is was you know this thin got a. It's called beard meets food. He's got a beard like down to his, oh, you know, down oh, to his okay. belly, you yeah, know, yeah. whatever. And that's his thing. Yeah. But he's like this kind of thin, yeah. you know, kind of muscly, but really thin guy. And he killed it. And Isn't it's, uh, yeah, it was wow. pretty interesting. So Maybe the food's actually hidden in his beard somewhere. Yeah. Okay, would, guys. So for anybody listening, this is your challenge. That's right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I was supposed to do it with um, Fluffy, uh, Gabriel oh. Iglesias, oh. when he was oh, yeah, touring yeah. over the oh, summer. Yeah. Uh -huh. And we, I had shirts made, and we would just, it was a whole big thing, and we were going to film it, whatever. And unfortunately, he got COVID. Okay. And uh, wow. had to actually, he canceled it. So he's come back and finished, but he actually had to cancel, like, the last dates of his tour, including my challenge mm. with right, him, right, right. which would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so cool. But, yeah, it's, a pre it's pretty neat. There's a lot, you know, that's sort of Max and Louis is this amalgam of, who know? I mean, there's just a lot of stuff, a lot of things, a sure. lot of things, yeah. lots of fun stuff mm -hmm. yeah. going on there. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, Drew, again, we really appreciate you coming out today. Thank and, you for uh, having me. So, uh, I, I, I don't even want to ask this. Well, I do want to ask this, but I think I, I think I know the answer. No more Max and Louise. You're not gonna. You're not planning on building a bunch of them, and then. You never know. Oh, there you go. There's the tease we were <laughs> right, looking yep, for. Yep, yep. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're, well, you know, there's thoughts, but you know, yeah. it's not, I mean, no, and, no action. and the, if we, it may not be in San Antonio, the next one, but we're, we're figuring it out, figuring yeah. it out awesome. right now. This is big enough and a lot going on and uh, so we'll see what happens. And I'm, well, and I'm getting old, so I got there's not a lot of time left to, uh, yeah. to, to, to do things yeah. like this. So we'll see what happens. Uh, you're very smart and you run a great restaurant. Thank you. Everyone loves it. And, uh, we love you. So thanks for being here today. My last comment is, cause it, you know, cause for, well, first of all, you know, San Antonio restaurants, it is, we would, you know, we were joking before it has been an incredible part of our our so, growth it really has i mean you know you. i don't i don't advertise anywhere yeah you know it's all social media it's um it's it's just my videos and and being on you know the local tvs and things mm -hmm. but just we try to do a great job and get people to you know word of mouth sure but we don't, we're not perfect it's a very very hard business so i mean my only thing that i would love to tell people is if you come and something isn't perfect because i want it to be I mean, it's one of the cleanest restaurants we've gotten, you know, the 500s in a row, uh, which is like practically impossible and, and, you know, may not happen every time, but we really work very, very hard. 
But if something isn't perfect, tell your server, tell, you know, ask for a manager, mm -hmm. you know, going on, on, you know, Google or, or Yelp or Facebook and writing some, which you guys have done an amazing job to keep people from making it into a, you know, a, uh, a place where you go and you complain yes. yeah. versus, you know, we're just a hardworking, you know, family yeah. built, you know, with a business and, sure. and going on there. And I always make this, I got in trouble once for saying it, but, you know, somebody got mad, who, but, you know, you're not going to say, you know, saving the world from a, a burger that was overdone or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not going to happen. You know, you're hurting staff, you're hurting this. And this is just not Max and Louis. This yeah. is any of us. Yeah. You know, we just work so darn hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just tell us and we'll fix. I can exactly. fix every single thing. Yeah. If you give me the opportunity, exactly. you know, and my manager's the opportunity yeah. to fix it. Yeah, so. no, that's great. that was my little, you know, pitch yeah. that I no, 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 didn't even think of, but now that's it's, great. Yeah. That's I think that's such an important message, you know, because yeah. you're right. I mean, you know, you want everyone to have an amazing experience. I mean, yeah, that's you're, your... you're not in business to make people upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So, so yeah. Just, yeah. So tell a manager, tell a server if there's something that's going on, that's right. or whatever. One of these uh, days I've talked about making a shirt for San Antonio restaurants on the front <laughs> and on the back, it's going to say, did you talk to a manager? Right. Because you know, you can't fix it unless they do that. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. So awesome. thank you again. This has been, I Yay, really appreciate yeah, it. And love it too. I'll come thank back you. anytime you ask me. Awesome. Oh, so oh and, and remember if you're a gold club member, uh, Max and Louise has amazing perks. Yep. Um, if you're not a Gold Club member, um, right now you can go to SA- or you can always go to SA-Restaurants.com and you can become a Gold Club member or hopefully by the time you hear this, it'll be in the, in the um, app store. Yeah, that's so great. That's exciting. It, I know. it is. Yeah, it so. is. All right. Until next time, we'll see you again. And thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you.